0: All right, everyone, welcome back to a very special episode of each of our podcasts, a collaborative podcast from the Coyote Cast and the Maddie Miller Show. I am Maddie Miller of the Maddie Miller Show, and I have two guests with me. Would you guys love to introduce yourselves?
1: I'll kick it off. Um,
0: yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah. My name is Clay Lenhart. I'm Andrew Blackburn.
0: For those listening, uh, th- I want—I first want to share how this podcast came about, which was very quickly yesterday. Um, well, it actually dates back bo- before that. Number one, I saw Clay at a coffee shop over Christmas break in our hometown of Finley, Ohio, and we were just chatting and mentioned Coyote Cast. I was like, kind of joked, like we should do a collab, whatever, and then. A couple days ago, fast forward to the present time, a couple days ago I saw Coyote Cast posted a new episode, and yesterday, I don't know why, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to DM them on Instagram, and it's come so far to this point where we are now recording a podcast, so. All
1: right, I'm ready I for my fun facts. facts.
0: Yeah, okay, so on my show, I always have everyone say a fun fact, and I'll share even a fun fact this time, which is exciting, but Clay, you got it. Let's hear it.
1: Okay. My fun fact for tonight is that I have a fully functional typewriter at the desk right behind me. It's like a 1950s, 60s era.
2: Fully mechanical.
1: Fully mechanical Corona typewriter. New ink. You have an ink ribbon in there? I do. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. What do you use it for? What do you... I was just gonna ask that.
1: Um, typewriting. <laughs> that's, that's like what that's
0: what, really what, cool. what are you type what are you typing up? What are you typing up on there?
2: <laughs> Any of the available letters.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like what I mean like, just whatever type, I want to write.
0: Yeah, like an essay or oh okay.
1: Um Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just depends. Like I use I, I write different things. Sometimes I write poetry on it. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's cool. That's a great mm-hmm. fun fact. Way to kick us off, Clay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like the reveal, too. You're like, over here, there yeah. it is. Yeah, you
1: can take it. I look. know.
0: The visual component is really... My my fun fact doesn't come with a visual component.
1: Mine doesn't yeah, I'll take my visor off now, too. Oh,
0: Thank okay. God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Okay. Andy, oh, fun back. fact. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: My, I, You know, I thought about it today. Um, I went back and forth. Um, I think my fun fact for today, it would probably change depending on the day you ask me, but I think today it's that um, what's been on my mind recently is model trains, and I've been getting into model trains, so I've been oh. doing a lot of research and, and shopping. Oh,
0: my gosh. I, I don't know if you guys coming. ever... You remember this but at my old house like that i lived in when i was like in high school and whatnot um the guy like that lived when you would enter my neighborhood the guy that lived right there had this huge model train set um to the point like it was outside and it was just like gigantic Mm -hmm. and spread all across like his property and it was really cool people would like come just to see it that's what i hope for i hope to have fun fact
2: (laughs) And like, you know, 15 years from now, when this is all complete and and just immaculately detailed, I hope to have have like um, little children neighbors that I can invite into my basement Mm -hmm. and I can show them my trains and they they can go home and they can say, Mr. Blackburn showed me his trains.
0: (laughs) The part about going down in the basement is really the part that got me right there.
2: (laughs) <laughs> you have to you have to think like I'm I'm picturing myself co owning this this house and there is no way that a main level room is going to be able to be a train room.
0: That's yeah. not gonna fly. Yeah, I get it.
2: Yeah. Was, it's got it's gotta be funny. a basement, it's gotta be the room nobody wants to look at. Yeah. I'll just be in there.
0: That's the model and train I'm,
2: room. I'm gonna have one of those little conductor hats and a whistle i'm i am prepared i'm fully prepared to to commit like the next forty years of my life in fact you know what my my fun fact hopefully in the next two if uh, two weeks will be i I'm, I'm planning on uh i've i've submitted my application but uh i'm planning on volunteering <laughs> down at my my local historical railroad <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, I um, love that! Yeah. Where's that at? The historical railroad? Is it yeah, it's the up, so one it's in the, Finley? The
2: Cuyahoga, the Cuyahoga Valley Scenic Railroad in Cleveland, oh,
0: Cuyahoga okay. County. I That's love that. the national park. That's a great fun fact. You guys both had really well-rounded fun facts. Mine's not gonna be that way because I don't have a visual representation. Um, no, 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 no. But. This is the fun fact I always share. So now you guys are making me feel bad about how boring it is. But it is the fact that I can solve a Rubik's Cube still, actually. Still? Yeah, I learned it. Clay, I'm pretty sure you were. Were you in Mrs. Walker's math class where when we learned that? Yes, I was. Um, yes. So I learned how to... S- it was like in a math class, like advanced math class or something. Yeah, I learned how to solve best. a Rubik's scoop and I still know how to do it. So, but anyways, oh. the b Rail went off earlier, and I was like, I'm just gonna take a picture Can of us. I think that, was- yeah. And you guys are in it. Look,
1: I took a picture of us. That's cool. Oh,
2: fun! It wasn't I nice. my soda.
0: I love that. But anyways, the funniest part is, um, my friend, my coworker just commented, and she goes, "OMG." Are these the chain smokers? Are you um, interviewing the chain smokers for your pod? Like she thinks that, like you guys, you, that you what guys, guys look like, look 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 like? like? Oh, I gotta
1: look at this. <laughs> she,
0: <laughs> she thinks that you guys
1: look like the chain smokers. That's my dream job—is <laughs> to be a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> to you be play, a chain smokers tribute time. band. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> chain smokers <laughs> tribute. <laughs>
2: Look at that. Yeah, we kind of, I can see If it. I could
1: go back in time and start over. <laughs> this particular photo <laughs> That's right what here. I they would do. Are they brothers or like cousins?
0: I, th- I don't think they're <laughs> brothers. They're I think brothers? they're just friends.
1: Transition. And we're back. Have you ever and seen um, um, anth- Anthony Fantano? The internet's no, busiest that? music reviewer?
0: No, what's and that?
1: You've seen them, haven't you? I think I have. It's re- It's
2: ringing. A- bells are going
1: off. He's like really <laughs> annoying. He has glasses, like shaved head. He reviews like yeah. every new album.
0: Oh, no. But that yeah. sounds That's cool. It.
1: He always does that stupid. He does transition and then he like. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm
2: saying? Kind of makes you want to hurt him maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, this is a random question, but I'm just curious because I brought this up earlier. Well, kind of. Are you, are you guys on TikTok? What's your thoughts no. on TikTok? If yes or no. Oh, no. Neither of you. Have no. you ever thought about downloading it and watching?
2: No. Yeah. Solely watching? Not uploading? What are we talking here?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No uploading. Just a watcher. No. A watcher of the TikTok. Okay. But you've thought about I d- uploading?
2: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
2: No, uh, and I can I can explain. Um,
0: yeah, please do.
2: I I am sure, I'm one hundred percent sure that I could get into it. Mm. And I just don't want to because I already spend enough of my time watching things that I'm into on my phone
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I don't like that. And, I, and over like the past year or so I've been phasing out of that. I've been like really limiting like the, like the just purely entertainment content screen, that I like consume in a tip. day. Yeah. Well, not just, I mean, yeah. I'm on a computer all day, but like, um, yeah. when it comes to like watching YouTube, I'll watch 45 minutes I'll watch you know I put something on in the morning that's entertaining and I put something on before bed that's entertaining and but then like on the weekends and stuff I'll get into like informational like educate not not educational but like stuff where you know learning how to do something I'll watch that on the weekend and it just takes up so much of my time and I want to I'd rather be doing something and so I don't want to just have another resource for just something I can waste time on.
0: Yeah, that, I have a lot of respect for that. I wish, I wish that I wasn't as hooked as I was, as I am.
2: That's everybody I know who says they have it. I'll see them on it. Like yeah. you know, you sp- you spend an hour with somebody who uses TikTok. At some point, they're going to get out their phone and be looking at a TikTok, and you're going to be like, "Hey,"
0: or reference or, something they or saw On a date, TikTok. like yeah,
2: no, like put your phone away. That doesn't happen to me.
0: Imagine somebody's on a first date and they pull out their phone and a just like start watching recorder. TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm <cutting it. laughs> Thank you. That's very respectful.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. No. But um. Yeah. It just I, it it sucks people and and then there's the whole there. Yeah. I don't even really care about the whole uh, stealing your information thing. I'm mm-hmm. sure my information's being stolen somehow in some way and something I'm doing and like we know TikTok is one of those things, uh, but. That's not what I'm concerned about.
0: Yeah. Cool. Great insights. Thank you. Yeah. Now yeah. I feel convicted. I'm like, <laughs> man, I should get off TikTok. It's just that like now it's so like just like it's like a, the source of like not only just like entertainment, but like I get a lot of my recipes from there and I get like a lot yeah. of my like beauty tips or whatever. which <laughs> just like, sounds have, so yeah. dumb, but it's like. I don't know.
2: I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, I learned how to do this on TikTok.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I guess what I'm wondering is like, because again, I don't use it, but like how of, of the people who are learning things on TikTok, like yourself, are you in search of these things? Or is it just like that happens to come up and you're like, okay, time mm-hmm. to learn. Because like, for example, I was um I was on like Facebook or something and like, you know how, every social media now just like has recordings from TikTok. You see the little thing in the Mm -hmm. corner and I, and I watched something about a guy talk about onions and I did not care to learn about these onions (laughs) and like, I, I scrubbed through it and I'm like, does something crazy happen here? Or is it all just talking about onions? And it was, it was like seven minutes of how he runs this farm (laughs) and I can see myself like if I'm on TikTok and that comes up and I'll be like, hmm, okay. And then sit there and watch this whole thing. That's like, it's just not how I like to to do things. I like, like, for example, today I watched videos on... Uh, I bet on, model train TikTok goes really hard. See, that's what I'm saying. I, I look up <laughs> videos about model trains, but not yeah. to like, I, I look true. up very specific. Like how do I wire this thing to this thing? Because that's what like... I'll watch a video on what I want to know right now. And I feel like TikTok is is the opposite of, this. like, you didn't know you wanted to know this, but here it is right now. And I'm like, yeah.
0: That's I
1: don't really want I'm... to be at the whim of the algorithm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I completely agree. And what you're saying is completely right. I will say like, sometimes it's like, so I'm not a very good cook and I find a lot of recipes on TikTok, but it's like, say I look up, one recipe I'll get 10 recipe videos you know and now it's like part of my algorithm Mm -hmm. or whatever whether that's a good or bad thing in some instances is bad in some instances it's good but yeah has it made you a better cook um it's made me um a more willing to go out of my way to make something different because I'm 100 a person Mm -hmm. I mean now like I'm like a full adult I buy my own groceries like cook my own food and i could i would be happy making the same thing every single week like i'm not like a very like out there eater and so it's made me like try new things um like oh like adding edamame to my bowls or whatever like i would have never done that in the past why would you (laughs) yeah i don't know it's more good for you apparently Mm -mm. (laughs) sodium but
2: soy soy yeah
0: yeah you guys are against edamame why
2: yeah i don't like it i've tried it so
1: many
0: times at
2: different places never been good
1: i don't like the pods it's not fancy like people think it's like a fancy fancy
0: yeah
1: asian appetizer or something
0: (laughs) i don't know i'm not like it's like an underdone soybean Yeah, that's literally exactly what it tastes like. It's just kind of, like, there. I don't know. But that was just an example.
2: i got to say, the worst part about cooking is, like, um, cooking. I hate Yeah, like, actually, like, doing it. I cannot stand it.
0: I hate – me too. I hate it. I hate the idea of, like, having to, like, meal plan, like – Plan out your mm-hmm. groceries, go and buy them, and then prepare them, and then eat them. Like, there's just so many steps, there's so many hurdles to getting to just yeah. eating. It's food. just like a
1: game. You just like see what's in your fridge and your pantry, combine it into like a work. Well, yeah, arm.
2: I'll do that. I'll do easy stuff, but like when I do not yeah. follow recipes because it's yeah. just so like it takes so long to measure everything out go back and i'll be like how do you uh-huh. convert you know
1: freaking yeah, out. but like unless you're baking why would you ever have to do that
0: yeah that i feel like i learned that like a year ago like you don't have to follow a rest like a recipe to the brim you just kind of like try stuff but like i feel like i, I, I mean, have these like five or ten recipes that are just like stored in my head that like i'm those are what i make but sometimes i'll like switch it up a little bit i don't know i'll
2: do it for for like something new yeah like i made a i made jello salad one time never made jello salad but i like it
0: Ooh. jello salad but
2: i had no idea how to make you know make it so i followed a recipe and it was yeah. good but it was it used up a lot of my dishes um my kitchen is not very big And it took a lot, like, it was a lot of work for uh, something that was good.
0: Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I will say, I feel like we should go around and share one of the best recipes we've made recently and partly so that That I can just brag about this one that I, that I made. Why don't you Um, just tell
1: us about yours then?
0: No, no, no. I I will (laughs) share about mine. I don't know that I've ever
1: followed a recipe.
0: Okay, it doesn't have to be a recipe. Like just like a favorite meal that you've made more okay. recently. Okay, yeah. Mine is there is this breakfast. There's like this brunch place in Grand Rapids that has like all these different hashes, and there's this one called the Spicy Hash that is so good. So I replicated it, and it's like roasted potatoes. It's like a breakfast thing, but you could make it obviously for any meal, like breakfast. And then you put chorizo, mm-hmm. uh, pickled onions pickled jalapenos um goat cheese and then an egg right on top and that's it yeah you guys got and it was really good if you like spicy food
1: sounds good good. do you do it in a cast iron
0: yeah like a skillet type thing it's not i'm not fancy enough to have a cast iron but like that's the right fancy
1: enough Maintenance, man. It costs like, like
0: $20. I know. It's I just have never gotten one. What well, maintenance? I, you I've, just
1: throw grease on it.
0: I know. That's I like don't weird. know,
2: man. I've heard a lot of
1: different things I just things like washing, I food. like
0: washing my dishes. i had one
1: for three years, and it's never rusted. In fact, oh. you can watch me cook with it on our Coyote Cast Iron series.
0: Oh, my gosh. Shout you didn't out. know we had I a didn't... food show. No, I didn't. On your YouTube channel?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
2: on our YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, there there's something. Coyote cast iron. You know what okay, I Okay, maybe
0: I have seen that. Is that the yeah. one where you're like in the woods? You're like outside. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot Not to be confused with
1: that. in the bush. Or what's that one called? Out in the bush.
0: Pushed,
1: Out in the bush. Out or something <laughs> like that. <laughs>
0: what coyote we have- Coyote oh, test yeah. is crazy. You guys have so many, like, little, like, segments. I love it, though.
1: What do you mean by that?
0: Like, you guys have so many different, like, um, I don't know, like, areas or, you know, like, Clay, you have your democracy one. Listen. I'm listening.
1: If you want to have a successful podcast, you should probably <laughs> focus it on a topic okay however however i am i get way too bored doing like one style of show or one topic oh yeah so we've kind of just like experimented with everything
0: yeah i seriously and i'm not even saying this just because i'm on this podcast with you guys it's one of the things i admire most about coyote cast and have since its um beginnings in whatever year that was five or six years ago so, I've never whatever. talked
1: about Coyote Cast on air. I don't think.
0: Oh, well, there's a first time for everything. Uh, Coyote Cast is a fun podcast to go listen to, and I also think it's fun to watch the YouTube version. Like, I am a podcast listener, but I always do think it's fun to like watch like your guys's videos as well. That's something that I wish I had on my end. So,
1: it adds another dimension.
0: It does does for sure um what's your guys's favorite well i don't know if, it's probably gonna be different for both of you but what's your favorite episode you've ever published all
1: uh, right we'll say it on three <laughs> hold on are we talking about just our podcasts or like
0: oh that's because i kind of forgot that that's different cuz Coyote Cast is a YouTube channel and podcast and some That's they true. don't overlap always. It's a lifestyle. It's a li- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could say that about my podcast. The Maddie Miller Show is a lifestyle. It's not. Um I anything, anything Coyote Cast related.
1: I think John Rosell's episode is really good and hasn't gotten enough views.
2: Okay. I was going to say um, uh, the, like, uh, promo I did for John's art.
0: That's okay. The
2: thing I've done. I think that was a lot of fun okay. to make.
0: So what, what was the podcast said about about his art? I remember yeah, that he's a very good art. artist. That's cool. I'll go give it a listen. His
1: art in general yeah yeah
0: when when did you guys record that like recently or more like towards our about high school 13 career? months
1: ago i would say no we, i think last december
2: i would say we probably <laughs> okay. released it one year ago to this day probably about that exactly
0: wow like literally are you looking at it right now
2: yeah january 12 2022 <laughs> wow not to date this episode or
0: anything yeah I know, because I don't know when I'll post this, but um, okay, that's really cool. I'll have to go give that a listen.
1: What do you think about art, Maddie?
0: What do I think about art? Um, mm-hmm. I took a class in college called Art and Aesthetics, and the first half of the class was talking about like that idea of like what is art and can anything mm-hmm. be art and whatnot, mm-hmm. and obviously there was like no solid conclusion, but. It made me think a lot about, like, what I consider to be art and whatnot. And, like, I never would have thought of myself as, like, someone who is good at art because I don't know how to, like, draw and paint. But I now have a broader understanding of art. And I feel like what we do, like, your craft, that is art. So, like, my podcast or the way that I live my life. Is like do you believe in? in
1: art. Do you believe in Kunst for de Kunst?
0: I don't know what that means.
1: Do you believe in art for art's sake?
0: Mm. Art for art's sake. I'm just kidding. Give I'm me- just being obnoxious. <laughs> what? Um. Do you believe in that? <laughs> I'm curious. No. Yes.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yes, I,
2: I. It exists. It's not cool though.
0: Okay, you don't think art should just be art for art's sake?
2: No, I think there should be more meaning.
0: Hmm. Is that what this that episode with John is about? I can't remember. It's about
1: art for our sake.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. I'm excited to take a listen to that. hmm
1: what did you learn in your aesthetics class?
0: It was so long ago, I'm trying to think. But um so it was like so it was called um like ethics and aesthetics, I think it was called. I think I said that wrong earlier. So the first half was about aesthetics, which was like about That's art an interesting combo. Yeah. And the second half was about ethics, like the ethics of I don't know, art. So like ethical photography ethical journalism you know like stuff like that so the first part was like about aesthetics and like what can be aesthetic and how aesthetics play into things yeah it was an interesting class and it was just basically a bunch of theoretical questions I feel like that we just answered
1: do you like theoretical questions or do you like
0: I do like theoretical questions, but I'm not always a super deep thinker. Like I'm more of like just like a I'm just here to chill. So like sometimes it's hard for me to go like deep like into like what does art mean to you? Like I'm not always like the best that can come up with like something on the spot for those types of questions. But if you're asking me a theoretical question like what would you do if you had a million dollars? Like I could answer that easily, you know.
1: If you saw a train going at two people, but you could flip the switch and it only hit one person, what would you do and why?
0: Okay, so it's going towards two people. <laughs> you could flip if you the switch. you do nothing, and-
1: two people die. If you do, you do something, nothing. one person dies.
0: Mm. That is an interesting question. I feel like my immediate response was to flip the switch. So only one person mm. has to die. But I do hate the fact that I would have
1: Good choice. I would have to choose Yeah.
0: Like, but I think I don't know. Yeah, that's if an axe
1: murderer showed up at your front door and asked where your child was, would you tell him?
0: No. Is that supposed to be a theoretical question? Yes, I don't have I don't have a child. But We're determining I did, I right don't...
1: now whether you believe in Kantian ethics or utilitarian ethics. This is a BuzzFeed quiz?
0: Yeah, what? are we on NPR? Quiz we... Yeah, this quickly <laughs> turned to an NPR podcast. Okay, so no. easily, no, I would not tell them. I would not tell them where my child is. Mm. Would you?
1: I'm asking the questions here. Yeah. I don't like ethics. Okay, I don't like a lot of the like famous quest- questions in ethics.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. That's really fair.
1: Um. Okay. What do you think about work? That's what we're supposed to be talking about.
0: I know it is funny. Now. Okay. What is your like, philosophy on work? Yeah. And life. Um. Like the work life balance, is that what you're asking me?
1: Um,
0: or just work and life? Work life. I don't life. like
1: that phrasing, but yeah, work and okay. life.
0: Okay. Um, I, my number one thought is that I do believe we were made to work. Like, I think that whether you like, I don't know that's just like an all encompassing statement, but I do think we were made to work. And I think that um, work was not always meant to be easy um, for us, but I I also don't think that you exactly. And I also don't (laughs) think that you deserve to be miserable at work. And you know what? Ironically on Monday, I went to this thing that in Grand Rapids, it's called econ club. It's about like economics and whatnot. It's like this big, fancy lunch thing. Um, And we had there, um, the speaker was John Clifton, who is the CEO of Gallup um, and also like a grandson of the guy who created Clifton Strength Finders. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but yeah, um, yeah. I do. so... He's the grandson of that guy. Anyways, he gave this really awesome talk. Basically, it was it was more about like the statistics on working from home. Um, but it was also talking about like workplace happiness and like how like, I don't know, basically how it is super harmful to our society to be, for people to be like miserable at work, which is like obvious, but like not always obvious. So I think there's a balance between I think that you should o- – that everybody needs to work and that it's not always supposed to be easy, but it's also always not supposed to be hard. And I think that that is my philosophy of work. I also think that it's important for you to um, stand with the mission of whatever you – whatever company or organization you're working at. Oof. I don't think that you can separate your work and the mission really? of the company. Yeah.
1: Why do you believe that?
0: I I mean, I because I think that that will ultimately... Sorry,
1: let me interject to give you direction. You don't think you can do that or you think that you should not do that?
0: Oh, great clarification. I don't think that you should do that. I think you could, but I think that ultimately that will lead to you not putting your best effort forward or you not like living... A full life like I think that if you're going to work every day and you think what you're doing is meaningless that's just gonna like not I don't even know how to phrase this but I don't think so
1: do you ever think that some types of work are almost so removed from like the larger mission of the company that even if your company has a great mission statement that it's still difficult to buy into to feel like every day while you're doing your little thing that you're part of. Yes. Part of the mission.
0: I I think for sure. Which is tough. That's tough.
1: What do you think you would do in that situation? Andy, you can answer as well.
2: If I were in that situation. Yeah. Um, I try, I mean, I feel like I've been in that situation Uh, and I feel like in those times you just have to like find something like some, some kind of mindset to just keep you going through it. So like, obviously what would keep somebody in a job like that is like income. So you're making like like nuts and bolts in a factory for like you don't even know what. You know, you don't know who where it's going. You don't know who it's affecting at all. It could be for something bad. It could be for something good. You don't know. You're just like there every day. And like sounds like a sucky job. Uh, but like a friend of mine said, like you just like put on a podcast or something if you can, or, or like, you know, that that's like a time when you can think to yourself, come up with ideas then and, and, and use then your free time to do something you really enjoy. And I don't know, I feel like there's, there's days at my job where not that like, I don't agree with what I'm doing, but like, you know, those really slow days and you're just kind of like, Oh my gosh, like this is killing me. And your mind is somewhere else and you just kind of got to find something to do with yourself to be productive for yourself
0: yeah no I agree I think that's really true like I can even relate to that right now like the place where I work I work at um a college and I work like in a department and like I think their mission is great and I think like you know making the don the donors to the university like that's all great and stuff but I don't always feel like that is my mission in life but I also feel like like the skills that I'm learning from the jobs or like learning how to just like honestly be an adult and like go to a job from nine to five every day like those are things that are helping me grow as an individual and whatnot And like there's always some aspect of your job that is helping you grow as a person and ultimately like Hopefully, working towards a career um, or a job that like is bringing you more um, closely aligned with your personal goals for whatever your personal goals are for your career. Because some people, like I will say, like they don't have their career girl- goals are to like make enough money to like be able when they start having kids to not work, and that might be their career goal, you know. And then some people is, is like. I don't know. I always think that it's important to, like, be doing something in your current job that's, like, helping you get to wherever you want to go. And, like, that's your own decision of what exactly your career goals are.
1: Do you think you ever get to that point where you have your perfect, like, you have your job, it's aligned with your mission, this is your career goal that you grew into? Hmm. I don't know. That's that's kind of like what your podcast is about, right? It's like yeah, finding out how people got into their dream jobs yeah. or like how, how they grew their careers.
0: Yeah, it so is. So what have you well, learned
1: through the course of your interviews?
0: Yeah, I guess like so I started that era of my podcast when I was like quitting grad school and like super confused about where I wanted to head and I just always felt inspired by like people who were like my career started as this and then I transitioned to this and then I did this for a little bit but now I'm here and I love it like I've I've always just been inspired by that because I think that like when I was in college it was always like you get your degree then you get your first job then you get your second job like I thought it was such a linear path but I feel like I've learned that like career to get to where you're like either like one really something that you're really passionate about or something you love doing or like just working at like your dream company or whatever it often doesn't come at like this like straight clear by the book path it always kind of comes like in a up and down sort of way and so I feel like that's what my podcast aims to do is like show people that like there's no clear-cut way to like make your dreams come true I guess like there's just so many avenues and so many different um journeys, I guess. So yeah. But back to your question of do you think that everybody gets not everybody or do you think it's possible to get to like where you I don't know, to your dream job? I don't really know. I don't I don't know if like is everyone have the chance to get to like exactly what they were thinking or exactly what is perfect for them. I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. You can interview me in a few, few years down the road and I'll, maybe I'll have a better answer to that.
1: Okay. Andy, you look like you have something to say. I don't,
2: I don't think like, like I've never had a good answer for a dream job. Like people say that, and I, t- I, I understand some people are like I want to do this. Like I'm gonna be that thing, that that person doing that. <clears throat> and that's a good that's good for them, especially if they can do that. Um, but I think if you were to ask me what my dream job is, I'll, I'll have a different answer at, every time. I, I you know yeah. I don't think there's one thing I want to do. -hmm. Or even like three things I want to do. Like the other day, I was like, "Oh my gosh, wouldn't it be cool to own a coffee shop? Just be back there making coffee every day. That'd be really cool." But also, wouldn't it be really cool to be like a contractor, be out there
1: like on the job site, like we're hiring. You come be a contractor. Okay, yeah.
2: See, and, like, the thing is, I think wherever I'm at, I'm going to want to be somewhere else doing something completely different. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's just kind of the nature of at least my mind. Maybe some other people's as well. Probably.
0: Like, you don't think you'll ever be satisfied with just, like, where you're at and be like, I want to stay here for the rest of my life?
1: No. I don't
2: think, when I think of, like, my my goals and my future, it, it has nothing to do with work. It, ha- it has to do with everything but work.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that it's really interesting how most people relate some part of their character. Or, like, if you ask somebody to describe themselves, like our intros, we said what we mm-hmm. do. Now, like, yeah. that was partially shaded by the fact that your podcast is sort of about people's yeah, jobs. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was going to say, I, it, I think I told you guys to say that, but I would have probably asked anyways.
1: But if you ask most people, hey, like, what do you do or who are you or something, they're going to tell you their job title. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, like, it might just be that's one of the easiest things to go to, but it still is definitely how people define themselves and look at themselves. Yeah. And you spend
2: so much of your day, your, your week doing that. yeah. At that
0: um, club thing that I was at on Wednesday, they said you spend around 13 years of your life working, um, which the only higher category than that is sleeping um, as far as like the one thing that you do. So it is. It's just like it's something that's so – I don't know. Mm -hmm. It consumes – like for me, like right now, it consumes most of my time. Like I don't – Oh, yeah. I don't really have – many other things you know going on I guess so um thank you for indulging in the topic of my podcast because it is an interesting one to like be interviewing people about their careers while I'm like so young in mine and like so unsure of where to go so I don't know I appreciate the insights I think it's good
1: Yeah, I would just say that it's important to develop parts of yourself outside of work and to not fully identify yourself with your job.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I feel like I have learned that like in since graduating college, like making sure that I have like other communities outside of work that are like important to me and that I'm involved in or like hobbies or whatever. Um, Hobbies, man. Or else I feel like you'll drive yourself crazy.
1: Yeah. And I say that I'm not anti work. I'm definitely in favor of working to some degree. But mm-hmm. I just think that's a healthy critique of like a trapping that most people can easily find themselves in. Yeah. I think that our society is sort of set up to orient people towards work. Mm-hmm. Even the way that we school children up until they go to work and
0: Mm -hmm. like I feel like the number one thing you ask kids when they're younger is like what do you want to be when you grow up and of course like when we ask that we're talking about their career but like really they could say like I really want to be into stamp collecting or something but like when we aim that question we're always meaning their career wise because like that is what people see as their like number one identity is in their work yeah and
1: i guess the thing is is obviously work isn't new but i think our orientation towards work and sort of the cultures around work are relatively new
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: like i would say only the last 100 150 years or so of this like modern style of working
2: yeah well before that you know that's like work was somebody's life, you know. That's how we got, you know, the name Miller.
0: Yeah, stuff like, like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's why I used it. Yeah. What
0: were
1: you, Andy? Uh named after a river.
0: Black,
1: really? Yeah. Where's the river at? Black. Yeah, I was England. curious
0: about that too. That's great.
2: Yeah. That could know, be, a a whole, like, I feel
0: like I could have a whole nother podcast on just, like, where people, what people put their identities in. Like, that's, like, a whole nother topic that, like, it's almost too deep to even dive into, but it's so true. Yeah.
1: I think like, I might I'm do a series on on work at some point. Yeah. Like work? On work, yeah. Here's another My friend, book here. This leisure. is called Leisure on leisure the basis of culture
0: Mm. that's cool it's not perfect but it's
1: it's kind of a yeah a critique of work
0: yeah i think it also depends on and this is an interesting point of view i guess but i also think it just depends on like what i mean i guess i we already said this earlier but like what your goals are for life like just in general like what like you know is your goal to like raise a family and like be like into that or is your goal to like start this like nonprofit that's going to help all these people or is your goal to just find i don't know
2: do you think that you need I'm- to have goals I, I don't have goals man and i'm not i'm not joking when i say that like you don't have to have goals
0: really see i feel like how do you even like have motivation to live your life if you don't have goals like things you want to accomplish
2: there are things i want to accomplish but like when i think about what i want to be doing two years from now like i you know how everyone like the 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 standard question where do you want to be five years from now sometimes i'll stretch it to ten when i think about like where i want to be next year i want to uh, like probably be employed so I can pay the bills, but like, I kind of just want to see where life takes me. That's kind of like how I got my job. I have now is like, I wasn't seeking out a job of this type. It was just kind of like, I was just applying to like everything. And I got an interview with my company and I thought that does not sound like it's for me. And then I didn't get any more interviews, so I took it. Um, and I do; I really like my job. Um, but I would probably like a lot of different jobs, and I don't have a career goal, and I don't have like a long term goal. Um, sometimes you know, you know how people are like, I want to like live in the city, or like you know, basic stuff like I, I want to live out in the country someday. I'm like, dude, I could mm-hmm. I could go anywhere, be doing. Any job that I don't absolutely hate,
0: Hmm.
2: living with hopefully somebody I can bear to live with, maybe I could. I'm happy living alone, it doesn't matter. Kids, no kids, pets, no pets. I think I can find what
0: (laughs) I was sorry, I was gonna interject. I just think that's crazy because that's so different than how I think. How do you? And maybe this is too deep of a question but like how do you feel like your life has purpose? If you don't have like goals of where you want to be or Wait. what do you want to do or what you want to accomplish? Uh, uh,
2: I don't really like that word. I don't think like I don't I don't do stuff because of uh, like to give my life purpose or I don't think I have like um a set path in life with a purpose uh but i know that i have a life and here i am living and you know i've got friends and a family i just i'll just keep on going you know i don't you know
0: okay interesting so
2: sometimes you know and sometimes i like to joke it's a really it's a sick joke but when people t- like ask me you know they'll be like um here's a good example you know like those crazy vacation spots and they book so far out and they're like oh man you can't you like if you want to go to that place you gotta book 12 months out when people tell me that and i and you know you hear about it occasionally and i'll be like wow that's wow that's crazy like That'd be cool to go. But really, my, my first thought is always, I don't know if I'm going to be alive in a year. And that's not like, my, mm-hmm. you know, obviously dying isn't my, like, it, it's a choice, but it's not my choice. I want to keep living. Yeah. But you never know what's going to happen to you. And and I think I just take life, like, day by day and just do what makes me happy and, and see where it takes me, you know? Yeah. Three three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I was not thinking about model trains.
0: And now, and you here know. I am submitting
2: an application to learn about trains for what like that could be a career path. Mhm. For sure. It's you know it's it's uh I, I like that kind of stuff just like taking you know seeing where things take me.
1: Maddie, how do you develop meaning? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great question, Clay. Thanks for asking. I was going to ask you that question because I feel like, I don't know, I'm curious.
1: I think Maddie. I'm, I'll go ahead and answer it now. Yeah, go, I think go. No, I think that what Andy's saying has a lot of value. I think that... I don't know. At least the culture I'm in, I don't know if I could say culturally like in the US or something, but I think that we're very goal oriented almost to a fault. So I think there's some balance to it. I think you, you need to be ready to embrace like any changes that might come up, but I think that you can use goals and a mission as something to like to calibrate yourself and orient yourself in a direction and I think you still need to have the flexibility to go with life like wherever it might take you
0: yeah oh I could not agree more I think like goal like I said like I have a lot of goals for my life and I think they're great but like some of the goals that I have that like I had a year ago have diminished because I just like oh, I actually am not passionate about that anymore. And I think that's mm-hmm. totally fine, like being adaptable and flexible in your life. But um, yeah, I think, yeah. Again, I kind of
1: think that goals are a, more of a modern thing.
0: Hmm.
1: And I think more of a specifically like Western modern thing. Yeah. And I think it feeds into our like capitalistic consumer Yeah, society
2: that's why i think when i think about when people ask me what my goals are and like i hate like Mm -hmm. i don't want to use the examples that first come to mind because i know it's not what they're asking me but like the my goals are the things i want to learn how to do that like i think are fun Mm
0: -hmm. like
2: i want to learn how to develop my
1: own film Like photos.
0: Yeah. I I think a lot of-
1: Go ahead. Sorry. A lot of goals now are almost signaling or like used in a job interview or something Mm -hmm. or just something that you're using to promote yourself in front of other people.
2: Yeah, and I I think that's Mm kind of silly. What if I, you know, what if you have your dream job? What if you love making pizzas and you, and you make pizzas? You don't even own your own pizza place. You work at somebody else's pizza place, but you go in and you love making those pizzas. And someone's like, what's your goal? And it's like, oh, to make more pizzas. And you're happy yeah. doing that. Yeah,
1: and in, in some way it does put social pressure on you to feel uncomfortable with whatever pos- mm-hmm. position that you're currently yeah. in. Because they want
2: and, you like, to say- to like always be looking be like, at
0: what's next.
2: Mm-hmm. they want you to say i want to be able to make more pizzas or own my own pizza place but if you're where you're at and you like it like
0: mm-hmm. what
2: why have a goal to
1: grow
0: mm-hmm. and he's
1: a big zen guy yeah he's oh. a sand garden i have a sand garden
0: the Sand garden.
1: more annoying than you think
0: i love that i love a, a zen garden
1: do you want mine I like both have- Like, my mind is so split in two, like, I can easily just go down, like, the whole goal side and, like, execute just, Mm -hmm. like, a computer. Like, I could, like, write a program for myself and just live that out.
2: Even you were saying you you were thinking about higher education. You're not ruling it out. That's kind of like having a goal.
0: (laughs) Kind of. I agree that, like, I think that, like, too much, you know... I'm trying to think – I'm not super into, like, the personality test, but you know how, like, in personality tests, they'll be like, oh, this person's really goal-driven or this person's really success-driven or whatever. Like, when I think about that, I'm like, I I could tend to get that way, but I don't think that that's necessarily healthy for me sometimes because it does always lead me to be, like, what's next? Where am I moving next? Where's my next job? Instead of just, like, being happy where I'm at. And I've had to really – I feel like fight against that in the past year because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so young in my career. Like, I feel like I have to be doing all of these things to like prepare myself for the future. Whereas like, I also think it's so great to just like kind of be chilling and happy where I'm at for a little bit until I really feel like it is time to move on to whatever's next.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's that old adage of wherever you go, like, there you are. You're still with yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you
2: don't mind, I've got a different tangent. You were talking about personality tests.
0: Yeah. That's a you great said you tangent. Don't. If that's where you're going.
2: No, I just I just have something like a little bit to say about them.
0: Yeah. The, let's the, hear well,
2: it. Th- you said you don't like them, right? Is that what you said?
0: I have I have um so. an interesting relationship with them. First thing, a side note is whenever people meet me, they've I feel like they always think that I'd be somebody who would love personality tests, and it's always the opposite. I'm just like I don't like to be like put in a box. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Enneagram, like having yeah. there's only like nine people on this earth. Like, I just don't think that's true. And I've Do you seen know the history people- of
1: all of those tests.
0: No, what is it?
1: They're very interesting. They're very like occultic
0: yeah well so for for instance the
1: enneagram is it comes out of Gurdjieff's work
0: Hmm. i don't know who that is but we don't
1: need to go there and the myers-briggs comes out of out of young's work
0: yeah so myers-briggs i actually read the book on myers-briggs when i was in grad school for a class project and um i just like I get that some of those things can be helpful to like realize your strengths and weaknesses. But I also think that like one people change over time and two like the human humans are just so much more complex than like that. And I honestly have seen people like excuse their behavior or like the way they act towards someone else or the way they act. And they're like, Oh, well I'm an Enneagram this. So sorry. Or I'm like, Whatever the like zodiac sign, it's my you know, Aquarius. Whatever, I don't know.
1: Did you know that I am a triple Gemini? Wow, that explains a lot. I don't
0: know what that means. What's it, why? How do you get tri- how do you get to be a triple? <laughs> That's right. Answer Andy, triple Gemini.
1: Uh, I don't know. There's like a moon sign and a sun sign and a something There's else. Be a rising. Long. sign. <laughs> wow. I think it's called a rising.
0: That sounds that sounds really cool. Um, I'm also a Gemini. But you might
1: also be no, probably not.
0: No, because my birthday is a few days after yours. Which, after all this time, aren't you so surprised I still know your birthday? It's no, only because it's, because it's, three, days it's before like three days before yours. <laughs> 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 I just feel like you should you should really value value the fact that I remember when your birthday is every year i'm like oh it's clay's birthday (laughs) oh Oh. anyways sorry andy we are now ready for your I kind of like personality tests personality tests
1: are you what are you like an intj i think i'm an intj
0: i can't even remember
1: no okay why'd you read a a book on myers-briggs
0: so it was um, because Myers Briggs is like a theory, is like a higher education theory, and yeah. so I had to read a th- for my theory class. I had to read a book, and I was like, "Oh, I know Myers Briggs. I'll read that." So I had to read that. that is Just like, basically about how they ca- how they like came up with the theory and its entirety. It,
1: I mean, they it a lot of it's from Carl Jung, right?
0: I don't remember. It Myers Briggs, like Briggs is the last name of a woman, and it was like based off of her mom's work or something. I don't know. It was hard hmm. to remember.
1: Okay. Andy, you go. I'm going to Google things.
2: Yeah. I mean, I was just going to kind of talk. I don't, I didn't have anything super specific, but I feel like the, it, the, I feel like people. A lot of people and especially in my um in my instances of where I've experienced in my experience um excuse me uh, people misunderstand like the information- like how they're supposed to use the information from a personality yeah. test. like like Maddie you were saying like like um, I'm this, so like like either they think they have to follow that or they can use it as an excuse or something, but I think they can be quite helpful to just like being more in touch with like your own behavior and that's kind of what i got like uh i like i took a couple different um enneagrams and like you know got similar results i don't remember what my results were that's kind of you know they give it a title and a number or whatever and like it's not the meaning I needed out of it. Um, But like Mm -hmm. understanding, I think a little bit more about like, for example, sometimes it's not, it's, it doesn't always fit the the person. Like you were saying, there's not nine types of people. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of types of people, but if you get something out of it saying like, you, you react to this situation like this, and then you're like, I do like, I, you know, and like, mm-hmm. if you just kind of reflect on that and maybe you can think about why I think it can just be helpful and valuable to, um, I don't know. It's kind of like therapy. You don't have to have an issue to go to therapy. Yeah. Other than just like I learning totally about, like that. you know, it just thinking deeper about why you, uh, behave the way you do can be helpful to improving
1: quality of life
0: yeah i agree for sure
1: i think i'm anti-therapy yeah why that's a controversial take i
0: think i'm anti-therapy though are you anti-like really controversial
1: um i'm not anti like
2: May, may i i yeah because if this i'm not you know i could be completely wrong but i'm in the in the boat of Therapy as a business and licensed therapists and stuff is kind of weird. Yeah, but, I like but there are therapeutic things. Yes, talking to a friend
1: like- is therapy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like psychoanalytic theory, mm-hmm. but I don't think I'm. I would. I don't think I would ever see a talk therapist.
2: Sure.
0: Okay.
1: I think in some ways, I guess for some people, maybe identifying their problems is somewhat Mm. liberating for them. But I think in other instances you program yourself almost like a self fulfilling prophecy. Like once you come up with like, Oh, this is the thing that I have. And then you accept that you have this thing. Now, like for some people, I think that that's like freeing and it allows them to maybe get over their thing, but I think other people can internalize it even to a greater extent
0: Mm -hmm. for sure i think you have to like be careful navigating it for sure especially like when you have like an actual like diagnosis or you're i don't know i know what you're saying i get what you're saying
1: i'm in favor of doing therapy on yourself sure
0: Hmm. like therapy as in like you're saying like reflecting on your life or like doing therapeutic things is that what you mean
1: i guess all of the above yeah
0: okay i think Wait, like what anything
1: is- i think any conversation that you can have with the therapist you could have with yourself <laughs> and i think really? that you can i think that you could program yourself better than the therapist i think so without having like a, th- a different agenda or if there is a different agenda that at least comes from within you
0: yeah interesting <laughs> See, I don't think, like, I've never been to therapy, but I've thought about it before just to, like, talk about my life or whatever. And I always do think, like, it would be interesting because, like, I internalize things a lot and I've thought a lot about the different things that have happened in my life. But sometimes I always think, like, I wonder if it would come out differently if I was telling somebody else. Or, like, I wonder if I would discover something new if I was, like, verbalizing, like, the things that I've thought, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I th- there are some problems that it seems like if you verbalize them, they do go away. But again, I think you could like literally talk to yourself or talk to like a trusted confidant who is not going to Yeah. talk back at you, I guess. Yeah. Journaling. Yeah. yeah journaling.
0: journaling. I think there's just for some people – I don't know. I don't know if I'm like trying to be like the devil's advocate here or wh- whatever or no, just do it. a different perspective but too. Yeah. But I think like for some people, like for myself, again, never been to therapy but have thought about it and wish it was offered through my work, honestly. But um like the idea of like I am not I have trouble being vulnerable with other people in my life like cuz I'm just like scared of what they think or Whatever. So, like, the idea of telling somebody all of my life stories and like my life problems that has like zero bias or like input in my life, like, they don't affect my life in any other way, that kind of seems, pun intended, therapeutic to me.
1: <laughs> I think no. a lot of people will still lie to their therapists. Or, like, sure. if their problem, like, if whatever their little problem is within themselves is actually like, smart enough and wants to continue existing, mm-hmm. it will figure out a way to, like, tell your... Th- you will tell your therapist yeah. something that will not lead them into your problem. Yeah.
0: If yeah. they're a
2: good therapist,
1: they'll know. They'll know that you're doing that.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I think that's called a psychic. Here's a situation. Okay. One time I was depressed. And, um, I actually had... A dream and as soon as i had a dream i woke up and i was no longer depressed like i was depressed for like probably weeks to a month had a dream i was no longer depressed epiphany they call it
0: like the dream was like something that like was revealed inside of you like what was like i was
1: asleep like i was sleeping and i had a dream not like i like i didn't have like a daydream i didn't like
0: yeah, I wasn't in meditation like it was like or during something. The night,
1: I didn't like think it. It was just like a subconscious like unraveling. Do you mm. remember what the dream was? You don't have to tell us. I do. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. cool. I didn't
2: know if this was like a situation where you wake up and you're like, I can't something... know what I dreamt. But wow! No,
1: no, 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 no. I, um, <laughs> so it sort of like was like a water slide. Sweet. It was like going down a water slide, but it was like, oh, it was like if you were like in the fifties at like a water park or Mm -hmm. something, going down a water slide.
2: So the bathing suits were like a slightly different
1: style. Yeah. Men's were a lot shorter, tighter. But then like, as you went down the water slide, Mm -hmm. like I figured out it was a snake. In the shape of a snake or an actual snake? It was a snake.
2: Sweet.
1: Yes. Wow. That was the dream.
0: That cool was a drink, dream. and it brought you out of like a depression. Was there a question attached to that? I forget. You were asking us. No. Does that is that real? No, I
1: I think it was just an example of like. Yeah. Um, a self <laughs> self cure, I guess, of a <laughs> <Self-cure>. mental ailment.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, good for you. <laughs>
0: I think, and this is just such a blanket statement, and I don't know, some people are going to be like, that's the most basic thing you could ever say in the world. But I think that just honestly, some things work for some people and other things work for other people. And there's just no like, but I also think that people can abuse the situation that they're in. For example, with a therapist, they can frame themselves in a way that, makes it seem like it's one way and then their therapist is gonna feed into that and that could lead to more problems so all that to say a I lot of therapists
1: therapy. get into therapy because they themselves have problems yeah and i think some of them have resolved their problems and i think others like have not
2: uh, yeah i actually know somebody who who went to therapy and then like their therapist like broke And started crying about their problems. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: Yeah. Like they actually just need therapy
0: themselves. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would be terrible. I don't know. Therapy is
1: interesting. Interesting.
0: It is interesting. I did you ever think think we would get
1: to this topic on this podcast? No,
0: I really didn't. But I love that. I I love that it was brought to this. Um, I love that it was brought to this topic, and honestly, I'm never gonna someday when I do decide to go to therapy, I'm going to think of this conversation. You should just
1: call me. That'll oh, okay. be my new occupation. My dream oh, okay. job. Okay. Yeah. Is actually being a therapist.
0: Being a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> that, Clay, that it was a great so way great. to wrap up. That was a great way to wrap up this conversation. I I will. I'll call you with all of my problems. Do you really think you could sit through an hour of me talking about my problems? Yeah.
1: Maybe. if I was he would not you. help you
2: he would but
0: he would just like sit through it and then just be like oh that sucks but you'll probably get over it
2: <laughs> yeah so is that
1: gonna be like check or venmo like
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like my venmo is
1: <laughs> I think my strategy would just to be to tell you something like so off the wall mm-hmm. and adjacent to your problem that it would work imagine yourself That it would
0: like oh. yeah.
2: On a water slide, okay.
1: Yeah,
0: it was yes. just it's a just, water And The water slide turns it. into a snake. <laughs> That's just like your way to and it solves everyone's problems. Does it every time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I well
1: I think that the way of you I I don't think you can attack things like that head on. You have to like slip the solutions in. Mm-hmm that makes sense
0: slip the solutions in yeah it's sort of the
1: same thing in an argument like if somebody has a very like passionate stance on a topic or something like this Mm -hmm. and they're very logical you can't attack them like you can't um convince them by going at them with another logical argument even if it's a perfect argument and defeats their thing they're going to like not accept what you're saying to them
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so the best way is just to hide basically a message in something that's rather kind of out irrational. of the field yeah mm-hmm. wow. and I'm gonna think about that next time sneak make that an in attitude. and it's like yeah it's like a Trojan horse and then at one point in time that thing's gonna unlock Oh,
0: great advice from Clay Linhart, um, therapist in training. I think that that ended our time together really well. Um, that this, this the funny thing about our conversation today is that it really came full circle. We started talking about career, then we went into podcast. Um, and then somehow we ended up talking about personality tests and therapy. And here we are at the end. <laughs> Can um, I read
1: something in closing?
0: Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> I'd love nothing more. Hold on. Is this going to be serious? Is this a... Do you want it to I be re- serious?
1: There's a few things in my journal I could say a few things.
0: Oh, like well, what, what were you originally words? planning?
1: Well, do you want me to say something on the topic of work?
0: I Sure, you can say whatever you want.
1: Okay. Perhaps the true demon unleashed upon civilization by the world wars, or at least one that never was contained, was the realization of a state of total work, or perhaps total work anticipated the wars. It is certain that the machines of war did not cease their animation, the total mobilization of the public never unrealized. What are we mobilized against now? Why are we impelled to continue ceaselessly?
0: You you wrote that. <laughs> I'm being so serious. Yeah.
1: Did I write that? that yes.
0: Yeah, yeah it's in your journal. That that was good. I'm also again being really serious. That was super good. Thank you for sharing. That's a great way to wrap up our conversation on work and whatnot. I love that you came prepared with a journal yeah. entry.
1: Have you ever seen God. Fight Club?
0: No, <laughs> I haven't. Why should yeah, I? Have? you should watch
1: that. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. is that gonna help me on my theory of work?
1: I think so. Yeah. Okay. And Great. the, and the therapy thing—it's like both.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Which therapy thing should I try to have a dream about? a waterfall or a water slide and that it turns into a snake or what I think it's more of like a
1: life philosophy. Okay. That you sh- you shouldn't follow. You're not supposed to follow it. But you could.
2: You met me at a very interesting okay. time in my life.
1: <laughs> it says a lot about all like doing the slog of work. Mhm. It's yeah. it's a critique on like office culture And like the, the, I don't know, like disenchantment of work. Yeah. The
0: machine. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Sounds great. Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, and I think that, I think that's all the time we have.